0: We got a great, we got a great start today, and this is courtesy of, um, this is courtesy of Dave Rosendahl, and uh, he sent me this, and I really like it. So let's see if I can figure out how to get over there. There we go, and we'll go to YouTube, and we'll click it. So, Bulk Cat Litter Warehouse needed a direct mail flyer. Okay, that's the, that's sort of the starting point. And uh, so let's see what they came up with. Doing a mail. So how do you make correct mail? kind of the that's kind of the trouble with all of these pitches is was there a holdout was there a sample mail without the catnip scent that's the power of mail that's the way we can test mail that's the part that's always missing in these articles and uh, I gave uh, I gave um, I gave Summer Gould a hard time back in mid-November because uh, she had a nice article on scents. And I, so I went and looked for other articles about scent. And I, uh, I went over there. Oh, and if you want to print scent, uh, in one of our meetups, Mary England from Amazon Graphics said that she actually has technology to do scented mailers Uh, She's in Saint Paul, Minnesota, but works with people around the country, and uh, I'll put her contact info link on the uh, on the LinkedIn. So if you need to get to Mary England, you can. Oh, (laughs) somebody did write in. So I must be transmitting. That's you know I just do this by faith every day. Okay, so um, so the trouble with that it's a great piece and in the comments underneath David Rosendahl's post some people said you know that might work even if you weren't selling catnip you know if you were selling financial services you might you know would you leave your kitty bereft with and have no will or something and you know people leave if you knew they had a cat and you knew the cat would go through the mail and find the mailer it wouldn't matter much what you were selling. It would get your attention. What is what is with, with, with this particular piece of mail? Um, I'm not sure it could work as well with normal, with people. I don't know. Uh, so anyway, let's get over to the, uh, let's get over to the, um, I don't hardly remember how to run this sucker. Let's get over to the regular news. Appeal here. Okay, so here's one from Imagine Express. Don't know don't know what that is, but I love the diagram. It showed your brain and it showed your nose and your lips. I guess that's taste. Ears, eyes, and fingers touch. Okay, so uh, this, and this is from a few years ago. There's, There's lots of these out there. It says the ultimate branding message is touching and feeling in the five senses. Okay. And Ben Franklin said, tell me, I'll forget, show me, I might remember, involve me, and I will understand. I don't remember ever reading that quote from Ben, but he said a lot of good things and probably said it on the Internet. Uh, So down here, sound, um, the only real example was your jingle. You know, there's a guy in Milwaukee that always says, one call, that's all. And I could see that being on a mailer. Um, a birthday card that begins to, to play the happy birthday song, that would be something. Um, I worked with Wyndham Hill Records, a recording studio, uh, years ago, and they used to do a mini catalog with uh, a CD enclosed, and, you know, I said to them, did you ever consider putting like a sticker on the outside that said CD enclosed? I mean, they are just mailing them out to rent-a-list. And uh, and I said, <laughs> I said, did you ever consider putting a CD or something, because the catalog was thick enough that you couldn't exactly tell there was a CD in there. And it, had a, it was a sampler, and it had samples of, of uh, their best artists, including uh, George Winston, who does the Linus and Lucy theme for Peanuts. Um, that was one of his famous pieces. And so they, they looked at me and they said, well, we, were affra- we thought about doing it, but we were afraid people would then steal them to get the CDs. I said, who, like po- Postman? And they said, well, maybe, you know. Uh, I said, but isn't your objective to get it listened to? Maybe the people who steal them would like to listen to CDs. And they looked at me like, you know, kind of like deer in the headlights. <laughs> but there's an idea, you know, put put a put a CD sampler in your in your mailer. You can do that, or or other, you know, other playable media, uh, or even just a QR code that takes you to a link of a song now that's up on or a video that's up on YouTube. Okay, smell is the closest sense linked to memory. Okay, and this is the best example I got of someone, besides the kitty one, that basically just says, they did really well, but they should have had a holdout. It says, Royal Mail, of the UK used um, used a chocolate smell. And they sent it to 6,500 media decision makers and based on the result, this piece had the highest recall they'd ever received for a campaign at more than 80% recall. That's pretty good. And again, the chocolate mailer doesn't have anything really to do with direct mail, right? So that was a good one. That one, that one at least had some result and said it did well. But again, we should have a holdout test of the same mailer. Um, You know, here's a couple of examples. A practical application is to give prospective customers a sample of the scents available. If you offer multiple scents, a spa might use aromatherapy-like fragrances in a mailer. Uh, An auto shop, the smell of tires. Coffee shop, fresh brewed coffee. And I thought that was interesting that they would they would say fresh brewed coffee. You know, I have some fresh brewed coffee. And depending on where you get it, you know, there was just a story out that. Starbucks is the lar- world's largest buyer of second-rate coffee in the world. <laughs> Starbucks buys coffee that most of the world doesn't even allow to be sold because of high mold content and things. And, uh, and they over-roast they over it to kill everything, which is why if you just drink coffee at Starbucks, which is what I order, you know, a cup of coffee, it tastes awful. I mean, and I think something like 80% of Starbucks uh, customers order milked up, flavored up junk. But I don't, and so I've never liked Starbucks. Caribou was always better. But anyway, fresh brewed, I think the best you could do would be roasted coffee. I don't think you could do fresh brewed. Uh, Dunkin' Donuts, incidentally, just to, to, uh, to give you an alternative is the number one buyer of premium coffee in the world, apparently. Um, so they they buy the good stuff. Uh, fresh cut lawn to promote uh, the next golf outing. I would be interested if anybody has that available. I don't know where you get a list of what fragrances are available. I I had a cousin that was in the fragrance industry and they would develop fragrances, but it was hugely expensive. And, you know, does the do, Are there printers? And we should talk to Mary England. I I hope she'll be on the next meetup. We we learn an enormous amount on these meetups. It's 2 p.m. on Thursday. And so I hope Mary will come and and talk about scented mail and if she's got any holdout tests or whatever. Um, But if somebody would like to do a golf outing mailer where we test it with and without cut lawn scent, I would love to hear about it. And I would love it if you support the WDMA that way and we will make sure you get lots of press okay so here's another one uh on sensory mail and they just basically said you could include sample products we did this with Gronick nut company we had an incredible customer retention once people tried their gift they we had a b2b uh, gift thing and the the trouble was you couldn't tell what the nuts were like and so we actually tested Putting the nuts in a little sample pack, but it was tremendously expensive and kind of wrecked. You know, then it made the mailing hard to mail. It raised the postage. It was it was a great idea that was difficult to execute. Um, but I'm a big fan for samples, it, even if they don't relate directly. Like you could do a little box of like a, with a bolt in it that just rattled around. Uh, if you would you know sold machine related uh, products. And um, you know, this article just kind of boots it and says you can do scented paper or rub off stuff, um, maybe a floral smell. A lot of these articles are just hypothetical. And here's um, Summer's article, and it's a good article. And, she, and I talked about it uh, back, like I said, in mid-November. It's available on YouTube. Uh, our sense of smell is extremely powerful. Uh, connected with emotions and memory and creativity. One of the reasons, of course, is because it's interesting that from a developmental psychology standpoint, um, if you taste something and you really don't like it, like I really don't like blue cheese, I don't know why, it's like some people love blue cheese and some people just hate blue cheese. To me, blue cheese tastes absolutely like soap like a bar of soap, and maybe there were a few times when I got a bar of soap, uh, I got more than a taste of a bar of soap because maybe something not so, not so fragrant came out of my mouth. I think I remember my mother doing that. We could check in with my siblings and they may not have gotten the same treatment because, you know, as the oldest, you always get experimented on. But I'm pretty sure my mother used soap. Ivory soap is perfectly safe children (laughs) i think don't cite me on this happy father's day to all uh i don't remember ever doing it to my kids but um it seems like there might be (laughs) you know there's there's a lot of things you can do that are not very corporal uh but anyway blue cheese has always been that way and developmental psychologists tell us that that one really really bad taste and you will never want to taste it again it stays there forever and smell of course is a precursor to taste, you smell it before you taste it and so you can get a whiff of it and you say no I'm not putting that in my mouth and it's a really good protection against like being poisoned to death, I'm the guy that cuts off the edge of the the moldy edge of the cheese or bread or whatever Uh, my my mother would take the few outside slices and say, this looks still good. We can make grilled cheese out of it. Uh, Bless her heart. Anyway, I didn't die. Uh, So, uh, Summer says, you know, it's a very powerful memory. Um, And she had the idea of if you're selling brownie mix, you might have a brownie scent. But I would just, as I said back in November, go with chocolate. Um, Garden center, maybe the smell of uh, cedar might be a good smell or a lumber Um, She suggested using the scent of skunk to sell a cleanser. I don't know about that. Uh, I'd hate to be the mailer that put that mailer together, the the printer that put the mailer together. Your whole shop would smell like skunk. So I'm not sure you'd get anybody to do that. I don't know, uh, Summer, if you've ever had anybody do these, these mailings, but again, no test results are cited. I did mention that... We once tested groundwood with Rotogravure uh, in a test against uh, regular offset paper, you know, lightly coated, fairly lightweight stock. And the groundwood was about four was about 20% cheaper. So we were just hoping to have the same result on the groundwood. It was B2B, it wasn't anything, you know, ultra special about the photographs that had the perfect color. But the groundwood actually did 20% better in sales, and it was a pretty Good test. It was 300,000 in each panel, which makes the little 6,500 mail by, by Royal Mail look like nothing. Um, but we got a 20% lift, and after that, the, the catalog was always printed on groundwood. And I never thought about this at the time, but in retrospect, I sort of wonder. You know, the, the newspaper is printed on groundwood, and FSIs are printed on groundwood. And so a lot of the sale flyers even the sale flyers that come in the mail are typically printed on ground. And so there's a sort of a low price smell that could be associated there and that could have actually had some impact. Um, I don't know if there's a smellless or if it even matters. If, you know, we don't really care if it's a if it's a if it's a dual causality, smell and texture and sight all involved. But we do care that it did It cost us 20% less paper cost and generated 20% more sales. So, all of this points to my main theme always, which is testing. You want to test it. You want to test. You want to have a control. You want to do enough to be significantly uh, significant. You want to have a hypothesis that smell matters. I'm okay with that. But then in your testing, you don't want to just do a a handful of pieces. You want to do, uh, you know, tens of thousands if you can. um, Or you you test it small, see the results, test more, test more, test more. That's the way direct marketing works. Too many printers are selling mail. They're selling the, the nuances of mail, the testing of mail. But they don't really know the essence of direct marketing, which is statistically valid experimentation. And from there we can build an explanation of what happened and extrapolate a theory and continue to reap the benefits for year after year after year and continue to test against that control. And That practice will generate customers for you that last years. Not just try one drop of mail and when they don't get a, a good enough result. They say, well that didn't work. What you want to be selling is the whole epistemology, the study the marketing knowledge that direct mail gains that can't be done with other media. Okay, that's enough for today. Have a great day. Like and share. Your friends will know you're smart. And go over to WDMA.org. We've got some really heavy hitters coming, already registered. So you want to get in on that. You don't have to be a member, although we'd love you to be a member, uh, to come to the meetup on Thursday this week 2 p.m. Chicago time. Sign up down below, and uh, I mean sign up in the in the upper uh, in the upper right corner at wdma.org. It's very very simple. Uh, in case anything changes with the Zoom link or something, it's always good to register. So have a great day. Like, share, and and feel free to comment. Comments, I guess, for LinkedIn are are the are the number one thing.